Hello, everyone. This is Michelle Birdie, and you're listening to the Wordsworth from the Moscow Times. Let's see. I haven't checked my mailbag in a while. Hmm. Oh, here's one. Go home, you stupid. Oh, well, that one goes into the shredder. What else do we have? I'm selling a genuine, original, 100% real Fabergé Easter egg. Oh, nope. My collection of genuine, original royal Easter eggs is pretty much complete. Oh, here's a good one. Actually about language. Are the Russian word bombsh and the English word bum related? Ah, the short answer, no. The long answer, hmm... I think I've written about this before, at least a little bit, but let me see what I can find. And a week later, the answer is still no, but with much more certainty. Most of what I now know about the word bomsh and its derivatives comes from a fascinating article by Alexei Bulanikov, published in the journal Ruskaya Rich, Russian Speech. Bulanikov discovered that bomsh the abbreviation of bez определенного места жительства, without a fixed place of residence, did not appear only in the 1960s in militia circles, as is commonly believed. The word actually dates back to the 1920s, and it was, at first, just a neutral abbreviation used most often in documentation of arrests. It seems to have meant either that a person was without a fixed address or exact address unknown if the authorities couldn't establish it. It was used along with voz bez определенных занятий, without fixed employment, until the mid-1930s, and then slowly faded from usage until the 1960s. At first, there were two kinds of bombs, as it were. Bomsch in capitals, a semi-legal description, and bomsch in lowercase letters, a homeless person, someone living rough. Now the lowercase form is almost always used, but it can still be rather neutral. Человек без прописки бомж. Он не сможет устроиться на работу и даже встать на учет в районную поликлинику. A person without a residence permit is like a homeless person. He can't get hired or even get registered at the district health clinic. Bomsch can mean a homeless person, more or less without any derogatory connotation. The homeless people would light bonfires at the factory to keep warm. It can stand in for the poorest of the poor. Начиная от олигарха и кончая последним бомжом, может оказаться жертвой системы. Anyone who is a dissident, from an oligarch right down to a homeless person, can be a victim of the system. Or it can mean someone who lives rough and is a bit of a wreck. Он надевался в грязные штаны и вонючий свитер, как последний бомж. He looked like a vagrant in dirty pants and a foul-smelling sweater. Russian, being Russian, quickly spun off derivative words like bamzicha, a homeless woman, bamzatnik, a squat, a hellhole, a filthy mess, 
and the adjective bamzetsky, which might mean associated with people who are homeless, or might mean like something from the gutter. От него запах улицы, страшный со смрадным бомжатским ароматом. He smelled of the street, noxious with the vile stink of a bum. There is also the verb бомжевать, to live rough, to live without a residence permit. Sometimes it is definitely pejorative. Он опустился, пьянствовал, бомжевал по вокзалам. He hit rock bottom, drank all the time and lived at train stations. But sometimes it isn't that negative at all. It can mean crashing with friends, renting a room, or looking for any place to sleep. Приехал в Москву учиться в институте. Бомжевал даже иногда на чердаках. I came to Moscow to study at an institute and lived all over the place, sometimes even in attics. English has a couple of ways of making abbreviations, most commonly out of initials, in which you pronounce each letter, like CNN, or acronyms, which you pronounce as one word, like NATO. There are also ways to shorten a word, like saying flu for influenza. Russian has many more categories for their abbreviations. I think this is just because Russians really love abbreviations. There are initials pronounced as separate letters, like SSSR, the USSR, initials read as words like BOMS, and a variety of what are called slugovia abbreviaturi, syllabic abbreviations, which can be formed by putting together syllables of words in a variety of ways. Most of the time, it's the first syllables of each word that are combined to make a new word, giving us those really long names of factories that I rather rudely think of as Svermash Prom Pishpash. You probably already use a lot of them, but you might have forgotten that they were abbreviations, or maybe you never knew. A lot of them do come from the Soviet era, like kolkhoz, collective farm, which is short for kollektivnaya hazyaistva, collective enterprise. Komsomol, komsomol, which is made of three words, kommunistichiski sayuz maladyorzhi, the communist union of young people. And the ubiquitous abkom, oblastnoy komitet, regional committee, or partkom, Partini Komitet, Party Committee. There are also a lot of these kinds of abbreviations used today, like Raddom, Radilni Dom, Maternity Hospital, Dom, Detsky Dom, an orphanage, Terakt, Terroristichiski Akt, Terrorist Act, or Telesit, Television Naesit, a television network. I confess it took a while before I finally figured out that the word I used for replacement part for my old jiguli, zapchest, was actually zapasnaya chest, a spare part. And to this day, I'm confused about another abbreviation, san uzel, which is short for sanitarni uzel. It usually means the WC, but it can refer to a separate room with a toilet a restroom in a store, or a bathroom with a toilet sink and bathtub. 
Everyone has explained to me that savmishonni san uzel, combined bathroom, is when you have everything in one room, and razdelni san uzel is when the toilet is separate from the vannaya komnata, the room with the bathtub and sink. But even if you have razdelni san uzel, two separate rooms, it's just adin san uzel, one bathroom unit drives me completely out of my mind. Which just goes to show that abbreviations don't necessarily make anything short and easy to understand. I particularly like the syllabic abbreviation PR because it is an example of one based on English initials, PR, which stands for public relations. This is in part because the Russian version, literally relations with the public, is more like a public information office. So Russian practitioners decided to go with the English abbreviation to describe their Russian work. This year, you may be using another of these abbreviations and don't even know it. If you have been following or participating in the Facebook group Izo Izolatsia, it's not a typo, but the abbreviation Izo Изобразительное искусство, visual arts, and изоляция, isolation. There is a whole world of meaning in these little Russian abbreviations. I hope you enjoyed this, and if you did, I hope you'll consider supporting our newspaper. We are working really hard to keep you informed. Help us help you. That's it for this week. До встречи на следующей неделе. Пока!